Hey yo, welcome to Built to Be You. My name is Michaela and I am so pumped that you're here. I made this podcast so you can uncover what it means to be you and learn how you can fully step into your potential while trying to navigate your 20s, overcoming previous failures, learning to face your fears, dance with your emotions, and take messy action in order to build and become the best you. You can expect a little bit of mixed stuff love and a whole lot of real talk, but let me just say this journey is so much more fun with a bestie, so buckle up and let's do it together. What is up, my friend, and welcome back to this week's podcast episode. I am super excited to dive into today because per request over on the gram, which if we're not connected at Michaela underscore Robertson underscore, please come connect with me. I love to hear your podcast takeaways, things that you have, things that you want to learn, and just really in general to connect with you because truly I have met so many incredible humans through this platform. And when I say I want you to feel like we are besties, that you can come to me for absolutely anything. Like if you need a pep talk, you're just not feeling life. Like I'm here to be your woo girl. I am here to hype you up and support you in whatever way that I can because I truly believe that we grow best together and we learn best from others. And I know that you have so much wisdom to share with me as well as vice versa. I have so much insight to share with you. We've all been through the trenches in our own version, our own variation, and we're all just trying to get to that next level version of ourselves. Otherwise, you wouldn't be here listening to this podcast right now. But I wanna dive into today and really talk about this transition season, this transition season from summer to fall and really having you take the time to reflect and realize what it is that you need to move forward in the season that you're in and how you can leave behind the rest. And a lot of times it's kind of hard to make the transition when you feel like you're supposed to be operating at the same level all the time. And I know that I say this all the time that like I'm a firm believer that you are not supposed to operate at the same level with the same goals as anybody else, but also not through every season. You're going to have seasons where you need to, you know, pull your foot off the gas a little bit. You're going to have seasons where you really just need to like actually slow down and you're going to have seasons where you're ready to like go full throttle ahead, but you have to have the heightened self-awareness to know which season it is that you are in and what things you need to take with you moving forward. And so it's really easy to pay attention to the leaves changing outside, the cooler temps, you know, less hours of sunlight. And maybe you're like me, the fall transition is kind of like dreadful, especially coming from somebody who lived in the Midwest. So if you didn't know, I was born and raised in central Iowa. So we had really, really long bitter cold winters filled with snow at all times of the season like it was just so unpredictable and I remember every single year when winter and like the fall would roll around I was like uh like I know that I'm gonna be walking home from my 5 p.m class in the dark I know like my boogies are gonna be freezing inside of my nose like I just I hated winter i.e. why I moved to North Carolina where the winters are less harsh, but that still doesn't change that the seasons do transition. And so it's inevitable they're going to transition. Those cooler temps are going to come. You're going to maybe be filled with that slight little bit of dread where you're like, oh, where'd the sunlight go type of thing. But, you know, people go to and go into work and leave work in the dark. You know, summer plans are dwindling down. Maybe you're not as active as much. You're not outside as much. You're not having as many social plans. You're not doing as many things. You're spending more time inside. Your body's starting to crave different food people's moods are shifting and honestly like I said I love the warmth I love the sunshine I love outdoor time and I used to resist that fall time change filling it with oh this sucks and does it have to and maybe if you're feeling the same I want you to realize and acknowledge and take note that it's your responsibility to grow with the season not against it 
meaning you have to know what you're moving forward with and what you're leaving behind and learning how you can support yourself in the ways that you best know how to help with that transition, which is the goal of today's podcast episode to just give you a couple of ideas to get the wheels turning. But I wanted to start off by sharing something with you that my running coach shared with me on like our pre-race strategy call. I was like, okay, I know that at mile 20, it's going to get hard. And I know this is what I'm going to tell myself. And she's like, that's great. I'm glad that you have a plan that you're being proactive about what you're going to tell yourself when it's going to get hard. But by you saying that it's going to happen at mile 20, you're manifesting that you're speaking that into existence like you already have your mind made up that it's going to be hard at mile 20 so guess what you're going to get to mile 20 and of course it's going to feel hard because that's what you've been visualizing that's what you've been picturing and so I want you to really think about how that applies to this transition season if you're telling yourself winter's dark it's cold it's gray I don't love it I hate it you know whatever it is that you're feeling about with a winter season transition even the fall season like the fall season right I'm like jumping a little bit ahead here we're not to winter yet but We know that fall leads to winter. So as we are in these transition seasons, not anticipating what we're going to hate, not anticipating what's going to go wrong, but instead being proactive about the tools and the resources and the ways that you can grow your toolbox to help you when that time does come but not speaking it into existence, not putting a date or a timeline on it. And I just had a really powerful conversation conversation with a friend the other day. I was like, when I do put this, you know, unrealistic timeline or these unrealistic expectations on people, places and things, then I find myself even more disappointed when like it does or doesn't happen. And so really just having that self-awareness of like what you're anticipating and like if you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop type of thing, you're always waiting for something to go wrong. But let's dive into a couple of different things. And the first one is reflection because reflection is really, really important for you to know what you are taking with you and what you are leaving behind. So three simple, quick questions to ask yourself. I want you to think about the summer season. What is working for me? What isn't working for me? And what do I need to do differently? So when you know what things are working for you, what things you were excited about this summer, you know, what routines, what habits that you had that really made you feel energized and really made you feel good, how can you implement those into your new season? What isn't working? What kind of change were you resisting? What kind of habits were you resisting? What kind of things were you filling yourself with dread or just the, oh, do I really have to? acknowledge, bless and release, and leave those behind in the season that you're leaving. And what do I need to do differently? So kind of a combination of the two. You look at the things that were working, you look at the things that weren't working, and you ask yourself, what do I want to be different in this new season? And I think it's like Albert Einstein. It was like, like the definition of an insanity is doing the same thing, but expecting different results. So if you went through the summer and you didn't see any change, you didn't feel any fulfillment, you know, you weren't really excited about what you were doing, why are you going to keep doing the same thing as we transition into the fall season, right? So you really have to realize that if you're going to keep doing the same things, you're going to keep producing the same results. So if you want different results, you have to take different action. So just a quick self-reflection is really, really simple, but people overlook it all the time. People never take time to really slow down and reflect on what it is that they're doing, but instead just saying, oh, why is this not working for me? I'm getting so frustrated. Well, because you didn't give your spouse, your space, yourself the space to reflect. Words are hard. The second thing, tidy up. Like I, I don't know if it's just me or, you know, I think it really is like the season transition, like the different change in temperatures, but I love to just do like a deep clean of my place, you know, 
put a box by your front door and every single time you walk out that front door, commit to putting something in that box to get rid of. Declutter your space. I actually just put an empty tote out by my front door because I think this is gonna be so, so powerful. And I saw another fellow Instagram friend share it, but just the simplicity of knowing that like you're decluttering your life. You're going into the new season less heavy than how you ended the last season and if you're anything like me in the summertime you just spend a lot of time outside a lot of time traveling so you don't spend a lot of time in your space and it can just really easily get cluttered you know like that junk drawer sitting in your kitchen that is just like piling up of all the things when you walk in your front door you're like oh there it goes oh there it goes or the clothes that you haven't worn all summer long and you keep telling yourself oh, I'm going to wear it next summer. No, sister, you're not going to wear it next summer. So <laughs> go into your closet right now. Use this as a little bit of inspiration. Throw on some good tunes and just start to tidy up your space. My recommendation is to start with one room at a time, right? So like tackle your entire bedroom, tackle your entire living room, or, you know, just pick one place to focus instead of kind of scrambling and pulling yourself in a thousand directions, but pick one place to focus and put that box by your front door because I swear this is going to be game changing for me. I have so many things that I don't truly need. The third thing, revamp your morning and your afternoon or your morning and your nighttime routines. So do something different to change things up, to get you excited. And season transitions and being in new environments are actually the best times to revamp your routine. Why? Because your neural pathways and your habit loops are formed based off of learned patterns. And so when you're introducing new seasons and you're introducing new routines, it gives your brain that opportunity to be like kind of reprogrammed. And that's why people like when you're on vacation or when you move to a new place, that's why it's so easy to form new routines is because your brain doesn't have these like habit loops already pre-programmed. And you can do the same thing as you're transitioning from season to season by implementing new simple routines like in your morning you know switching out that a morning alarm snooze for 10 minutes of reading or you know switching out that morning cup of coffee to drink some warm lemon water and go for a quick walk like something for you to be intentional and proactive about your day and your night and realizing that like this is the best time to do it so I just want to throw a couple of um little tidbits at you for things that I love to do in my morning and evening routines but also I want to touch a little bit on workout routines too a couple of things that you could put into your morning routine to kind of revamp it could be you know reading a book like I said something to just really be intentional with your mindset and how you start the first part of your day journaling if you are somebody that struggles with pre-shift anxiety or just pre-day anxiety you feel like you have a lot of things going on your mind is just overwhelmed as soon as you wake up journaling is a great way to brain dump and to just really spend time with your thoughts and feelings meditation this one is i will admit harder for me to do first thing in a day because like i'm already kind of sleepy tired so if i do meditations first thing in the morning it has to be like if i'm sitting outside of my back patio where i'm like a little bit more awake or after i do the other things in my morning routine but a really simple way to do this is to go onto youtube and just type in like five minute meditations it's a great way it's the purpose of meditations i've learned and i always had this huge misconception that like meditations means like you're supposed to just turn off your brain and you're just supposed to be no meditation the point of it is to get grounded and to get rooted and really to allow yourself the space and the time 
to listen to those thoughts. And I've learned that the more that I do the meditations, the easier they get in the sense of I don't feel so fidgety and so tired and so restless. And if you're anybody like me who really struggles to shut your brain off, like raise your hand in the air. I hear you. I see you. I'm with you. But meditation is a really, really great thing to do first thing in your day as well. Because like I said, it really just helps you spend that intentional time with yourself. Um, Something that I love having in my morning routine that I wanted to share with you, especially as we're in the transition season and you're not getting as much sunlight and the sunlight like not waking you up first thing in the morning more than likely since it's like not even light out to like 7 or 8 a.m. I don't even know, but I have a sunlight alarm clock. I have the Hatch alarm clock off of Amazon and it's really, really great. It actually has meditations and like morning and p.m. routines in it. Like the app on it is absolutely wonderful, but essentially what it does is it starts to get brighter and brighter 30 minutes prior to my actual alarm going off and so that way it kind of introduces that light into your brain first thing in the morning since you're not getting it from the direct sunlight so that's something that i have really loved i've had they also have like other variations or other versions of it on amazon if like you just type in sunlight alarm clock there's ones that are a little bit cheaper but i will say that the hatch alarm clock is so so worth it i absolutely love it some, th- some things to do for your nighttime routine. Reading a book. Uh, I don't recommend, you know, doing something that's like going to be like super intense or like really like heighten your nerves if you're somebody who like gets like super engulfed into books like you know like the juicy mysteries or the saucy romances and like it just like leaves you like oh my god I need to keep reading I need to keep reading like you kind of want to find that fine line of like a book that's going to like keep your attention but not a book that's going to keep you up all night but above all else not letting yourself use your phone or look at the blue light on your phone for at least 30 minutes if not an hour before you go to bed. And I know that this is something that I need to work on, but what I do in the evenings is I, when I'm ready to go to bed, sometimes I have to set an alarm to remind me to go to bed and then I will put my phone in my bathroom. Not only does that help with not being on your phone as soon as you go to bed or like when you're laying in bed, you know, anxiously scrolling everything else, but also when you first wake up in the morning, it requires you to put two feet on the ground to go shut that alarm off. Um, So there's a lot of really great benefits there. But something else that I've been adding into my nighttime routine is my new favorite drink, and this is Organifi Harmony. So it is literally like the best warm hot cocoa chocolatey drink that you could have before bed because I sometimes get like that sweet tooth craving at night. And so I just put some um, unsweetened almond milk into the microwave. I warm it up. I mix in my Organifi Harmony and it actually helps with PMS support, healthy hormones. It's designed by women. It's supposed to help fight fatigue and really just help with like that inner bliss and that inner balance. Has less than two grams of sugar and it is gluten, dairy, and soy free, which I love. And I have a code M Robertson to save you money on any products that you purchase from there, but I highly recommend highly recommend Organifi Harmony because like I said, it's that perfect like PM drink, especially as like it's getting cooler outside. It's just like that warm little cup of fuzziness before you go to bed. So I sip on my Organifi Harmony and I read my book before bed. And like that is my like medium happy space of a nighttime routine. But some other things that you could do is you could journal, you know, just take a few seconds to reflect and, you know, just express gratitude for your day. Um, you know, visualize what you want your morning to look like. But above all else, like I said, just don't spend time scrolling on your phone right before bed. And then when it comes to workout routines, I think a lot of people 
lose drive, lose ambition, lose discipline as the seasons transition, as it's getting cooler and you don't have as many opportunities maybe wherever you live to be outside as frequently or maybe you get off work and it's dark or before you go to work it's super dark out. So it's really important to ask yourself like how can I support myself through movement because I am a firm believer that movement is medicine. How can I support myself through movement and maybe it's looking at more indoor workouts, you know, do you want to try out a new gym? Is there some new classes that you want to do? Do you, you know, need to outsource? Do you need to resource? Do you need to like find some extra layers of accountability? You know that I'm all about accountability. But for me, as we're transitioning into this season, one of my goals that I have for this fall and into winter is to start swimming more. So find an indoor lap pool. And it's really as always being proactive and you know asking yourself what are my goals from a health standpoint as I'm moving into this new season because your health doesn't stop just because it gets cooler outside. Like you don't have to use the cold as your excuse to stay inside. Maybe it's, you know, you need to bundle up, go get a second job, become a rover dog walker and like have that be like your little layer of accountability, your force, your push to get outside and get that movement in while still having fun doing it. So really above all else, like ask yourself, what's going to bring me joy in movement and movement equals energy. So as your energy maybe is starting to dip into the transition season, you have to ask yourself, how can I best support that energy, best generate and recreate that energy? And for me, and I know for so many of you listening to this, that is through movement. So revamping your morning, your evening, and your workout routines as you're going into the season. And now I don't recommend changing all of them all at once, but really asking yourself, what do I need most first? Starting with that first routine and then slowly introducing new routines because you don't wanna overwhelm yourself. And the fourth and final thing I wanna talk about is committing to time outside. So this is could double as, you know, revamping your workout routine, but vitamin D is essential to your mood, to your energy, to your cal- calcium absorption, to your immune function, to protecting your bone and muscle and heart health. Like there is literally so many benefits to vitamin D. And as we all know, as the seasons transition, the hours of daylight get shorter. Unless you're somebody where you live somewhere where daylight savings doesn't happen, I kind of envy you, but anywho, I was kind of doing a little Google research because I was curious and it's something that I've actually actively been researching more is how much vitamin D do we actually need and at what point is it appropriate to supplement that vitamin D and I have been investigating you know just different vitamins and different supplements to invest in for my own health to best support me and my energy as we are in this transition season so I'll of course share more of that with you as I learn more but um, an article that I found is that each person needs at least 15 minutes of sunshine every single day. And that varies based on the altitude that you live at, how much skin is showing, all those kinds of things. Um, So of course, as it gets cooler outside, we're wearing more layers, we don't have as much exposed skin, you might not even have as much time outside, especially if you're like me and you're a nurse who works 12 hour shifts, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Like You go to work when it's dark and you get off work when it's dark, which is why it's so important to me that I get to go outside for at least 10 to 15 minutes. Usually my entire 30 minute lunch break is my goal for my shifts. While I know it's not always realistic. So asking yourself, how can I spend more time outside? Is that three, five minute quick walk breaks outside the office or outside the unit? Is that a 15 minute lunch break or a full 30 minute lunch break? How can you incorporate more time outside to just sit in the sunshine and let your skin soak up that vitamin D? Maybe you're wearing long sleeves, pull up your sleeves a little bit 
do whatever you gotta do and maybe you're like um i don't really think i'm getting enough vitamin d seek out a healthcare professional or your healthcare provider your primary care provider and kind of talk with them about what are my options here to you know best support my vitamin d or to best support my energy um, from like a holistic standpoint in this transition season but i found some good sources of vitamin d that i wanted to share with you fatty fish um salmon tuna mackerel eggs um, vitamin D fortified milk and always ask your doctor about supplements or adding these things into your routine because by no means am I like a vitamin specialist these are just things that I have found and things that I have been learning on my own and like when you ask yourself better questions you get better answers so if you're asking yourself better questions and you're seeking out the help that you need to best support yourself you're going to best support your energy and so while there are a lot of uncontrollables in the summer to fall transition, you can control something. So we're just going to like recap really quick. But before we do that, I want to remind you that if there are things that you're going to take away from this episode, you're like, oh my gosh, Michaela, I'm so happy that I like, you know, listened to this today. I'm so happy that I took this away from today. Um, I want you to tag me so that way I can cheer you on. And so that way I can hold you accountable with the things that you said that you were going to do. Because a lot of times with a lot of seasons, what happens is like, you know, we start this transition. We're like, heck yes, I'm so excited. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And then you get like a week or two weeks into it and you're like dwindling down you're like ah forget about it so really taking inventory and acknowledging like why is this important to me how is this going to make a greater contribution to the person that I'm trying to become so let's recap really quick the first one reflection because reflection is so incredibly important to acknowledge what you want to take with you and what you want to leave behind so the three questions to journal and ask yourself what is working what isn't working and what do I need to do differently the second thing, tidy up. Pick one room to tackle. You know, maybe it's your two days off this week, you're going to tackle your bedroom, and your two days off next week, you're going to tackle the living room, or however that looks like for you, and put that box by your front door, so that way every time you walk out your front door, you can kind of start to declutter. You can leave this summer season lighter than, <laughs> or you can enter the fall season lighter than you left the summer season. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Anyways, the third thing, revamping your routines, looking at your morning routine, your evening routine, and your workout routine, asking yourself, what kind of things do I need to do differently in each of these three areas to best support my energy, to make me excited about waking up every single day, and to really help me like unwind and, you know, turn down the dial on each day. Reflect, you know, what is it that you're grateful for? What What is it that went well today? What do you want to do differently tomorrow? And that self-reflection mode, when you have that heightened self-awareness of what you want to do differently, you can carry that change with you in a sustainable way. And the fourth thing, committing to time outside because vitamin D is so incredibly essential to our overall mood, to our energy, to our calcium absorption, all the things that we had just chatted about. And I am sure that you can relate that during the transition season, when things kind of, you know, are dying down a little bit, you lose that excitement, you lose that joy. So it's really important to take ownership and realize that you are in control of what you bring with you into this new season. And you are also in control of what you decide to leave behind. And it's important that it is your responsibility to grow with the season and not against it. So asking yourself, how can I best support myself in the ways that I know how to make this season the best one yet? Before you go, I just wanted to let you know that I am so dang grateful that we are now on this journey through uncovering what it means to be you together. If you love this episode, make sure you share it with your friend or better yet, share it on social media and tag me so that way I know. Until next time, chat soon.